listening to The Coach's Corner with Mario Ramos. What is up? Welcome into The Coach's Corner, the place to get the inside information from the coaches themselves. I'm your host and head coach of the Venture Academy girls basketball team, Mario Ramos. You can follow me on Twitter, at Corner Ramos. Check out the podcast on Anchor.fm, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you get your podcast. Today, I'm pleased to be joined by Joel Bernard, Houston High School Athletic Director, Cross Country, and Track Coach. Coach, thanks for joining the podcast. Yeah, thank you for having me. Yeah, so appreciate you joining me so we could talk a little bit, a little bit about your role as Athletic Director for the Huskies and as well as uh, coaching cross country and track. You ready? Yeah, absolutely. All right, so how did you get involved with cross country and track? Were these sports that you participated in growing up or something that kind of interested you later in life? How did you acquire a desire to coach competitive running? Uh, so when I was a kid, I just kind of did a lot of sports. Okay. Um, but I was really I was like a typical late bloomer. Yeah. Um, you know, like uh, a coach might have said about me, I was small, but I was slow. Uh, so, you know, like football wasn't working out for me at the time. I got you. And um, my dad suggested, you know, we were in eighth grade and like all the, the high school kids came over with a sign-up table for different sports and stuff. Yeah. And uh, my dad, my dad, like the night before, suggested that I try running cross-country mm. uh, just because, you know, I was a little guy and didn't have physical size. And, and yeah. um, you know, so I signed up for the cross-country team and then, then I did cross-country and track all through high school. Uh, and through college, and just it ended up falling in love with the sport. Yeah, and uh, through college, you, uh, you you ended up coaching. You wanted to coach actually collegiate athletes, right? But you kind of reluctantly ended up coaching high school athletes. Is that correct? Yeah. Well, you know, uh, I was kind of a late bloomer when it came to like deciding what I wanted to do with my life. Also, hmm. uh, and you know, somewhere along the the way I, I figured out that I really, really enjoyed coaching and if I could do that as, as like my profession, mm-hmm. that would be something that was, that was awesome and that I'd love to do and I would yeah. want to keep doing it. So I, um, I actually pursued a master's degree in physiology nice. because most, you know, most college programs want you to have a master's and, I, and, and I've always kind of liked science and, yeah. Uh, so I went with, with a master's in physiology and then got an emphasis in cardiac rehabilitation just because coaching didn't work out. I figured, yeah, I'll work in a hospital or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then and then I was a assistant coaching at Stanislaus for one year after I finished my, my graduate degree. And I was just kind of working some odd jobs and doing that. Um, okay. And then the opportunity to teach at Houston High came up and, and the teaching job came open and their head track coach had just retired that year as well. So it's kind of like a, a double whammy. It was an opportunity that yeah. was really too good for me to pass up to, nice. you know, to go to have a full time teaching job plus uh, being a head coach right away. Right on. That's cool. So yeah, jumping in there, you know, first teaching job, getting the track job right away. That's gotta be pretty cool. Um, but how'd the cross country program, how'd you get involved with that? How'd, how'd that kind of get started there at Houston? Uh, so when I got here, we didn't have a cross-country program. Mm-hmm. Houston had actually just won a state championship in football. Okay. Um, and, and, and so, you know, that was kind of like cross-country is kind of the farthest thing from anybody's mind at the time. <laughs> but we had a girl. Uh, we had a girl on campus who was um, – she was one of the best runners in the track walking section. Okay. Um, but we didn't have a cross-country program for her. So she was going mm-hmm. – actually, she was driving over to Riverbank to train with the Riverbank High School. Yeah. Uh, and and I just went to the athletic director at the time. I was like, "Hey, this isn't right. We got to have a team for her. You know, yeah. she, she's going to win the Sackwalking Inception title and be the only Houston runner, and she's going to be traveling with the Riverbank team." So, <laughs> um, you know, for her senior year, I had coached her as a junior uh, in track, 
Nice. Um, and then, and I was like, you know, for her senior year, which was my second year at Houston, I, I said, we got to start a cross country team. So I was allowed to start a cross country team. You know, we just started with a, with like a really small number of kids and it's just kind of grown from there. Man, it's definitely grown. You know, guys have been uh, pretty successful as of late. It's pretty been got to be pretty cool. I'm sorry for you to uh, to see the growth of the program. You know, from day one to now to where it is right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it's it's funny. I'd like to say it's been like a smooth, steady growth, but uh, mm-hmm. like our boys' team we got really good really quick, wow. um, which was probably more due to just good luck and having a like a small nucleus of really good athletes that had come out rather okay. than like systematic program building, yeah, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, my, I think it was, let's see, the third year with the team mm-hmm. it was 2003. So it had been the fourth year with the team. Uh, we won the section title with the boys. And I mean, nice. we won by 50 points. And I was wow. like, oh, we're on our way. We're never going to lose again. You know, I mean, <laughs> you know, but, yeah. but then the majority of those kids graduated and, you know, like, I didn't really understand how to build a team at the mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. Um, and there wasn't a whole lot of, uh, there wasn't a whole lot of talent in the in the lower ranks, and I hadn't done a lot to develop the you. entire team aspect. And so we kind of fell off for a while, um, and it took us a while to get back up there with the boys. And then the girls was a little, you know, it took me a long time to understand how to coach girls, also, hmm. uh, which is it's two totally different skill sets for sure. Yeah, yeah. Now I'm figuring that out. I've spent a lot of time coaching uh, guys basketball in the last few years. I've been coaching girls basketball. So yeah, like you said, it, it seems like. Um, you know, it might be an easier transition. You might just want to, hey, I'm going to, you know, feed them the same thing that I'm feeding my boys' basketball team. But there, there is some, you know, differences, obviously, that, that you have to take a, into account. Yeah, I just, it's, it, you know, I mean, not so much physical. I mean, there's obviously physical differences. Yeah. But, you know, just the the way that, um, the way that you, you can like you can get away with being a lot rougher with boys. Yeah. And, and that's kind of the way I used to be, you know, and, and mm-hmm. then. I don't, I don't feel that, you know, I, I, I've softened my approach a little bit, I guess you could say, uh-huh. um, you know, and, and that's really helped out with the girls, but I don't think it's hurt me coaching the boys. You know, it's not like the boys are running rampant because yeah. they're, they're undisciplined or something. Now. <laughs> I just have, I'm 20 years older than I was and I'm more mellow and, yeah, you know, for sure. Gotcha. Yeah. I think about, I think about coaching and winning differently than I did 20 years ago. So, um, yeah, it feels good. Nice. Right now. Nice. Mario Ramos, pleased to be joined by Joel Bernard, Houston High School Athletic Director, Track and Cross Country Coach on the Coach's Corner with Mario Ramos podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at Corner Ramos. You can follow Houston High School Athletics on Twitter at Houston Huskies and at Houston Sports. All right, Coach, so um, obviously there's a lot of similarities between track and cross country, but what makes them different? What's, what are the differences between the two sports? Um, well, I mean, obviously there's a lot of stuff going on during a track. I mean, a track meet you've got at any given time, you've got somewhere between five and eight events going on simultaneously. Mm-hmm. Um, so actually getting around and, you know, coaching events, um, you're, you're more like a manager at that point, kind of walking around and making sure your long jumpers are where they need to be and making sure the pole vaulters getting warmed up and your hundred meter guys aren't, you know, they're doing their warm up and they're not goofing around and, Mm-hmm. Um, whereas cross country, you can be a little bit more focused on, on, you know, the one race that's coming up. And, mm-hmm. uh, so there, there's kind of a difference there, yeah. you know, and then track is like you, you win by an aggregate scoring. So, you know, you can have a good track team without, uh, without really having a, like 
buy into the entire team. Hmm. Whereas, you know, I mean, it's like if your shot putters are doing good yeah. over on one side of the yeah. field and your and your sprinters are doing good over on the track, and then you know, and and you've got some jumpers doing good in another area, yeah. like they can all score a lot of points without ever even really talking to one another. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas cross country is just, it's, it's just a lot different. It's it's a lot more of like a close knit like yeah. team sort of bonded mentality. So that's probably the real difference between the two. All right, let's let's take um, you know some of those distance runners that you have in track and compare them to maybe like how you um, you know, tailor a practice for your cross country team. Is it the same? Do you kind of uh, you know change it up based on the specific sports? Um, so in in cross country, uh, everybody mostly does the same type of workouts. I mean, you know, right. obviously the the varsity or the more experienced kids will will do more and they'll do it faster. Okay. Um, but the same, the pattern is generally the same for the whole team. Um, that you can't really say the same in track because in track, some of the cross the kids you had in cross country, they might drop all the way down to run the four hundred and the eight hundred. Yeah, and you might other have other kids who focus on the two mile, and those and those events are, are really different from each other. So you, mm-hmm. there's during track practice, you know, once again, there's just a lot more stuff going on. So you have yeah. kids training for the four eight, you have kids training for the mile, you have kids training for the the two mile and so all of those are going to have some variation you know and then and then with the cross-country kids as well you know i've just got some kids that don't you know there's like a model of training that works for about 90 percent of kids and then there's Hmm. about 10 percent that don't really fit that model so you know if you want to get the best performance out of 100 percent of your kids you've got to you've got to adjust for some of them yeah yeah that's just good coaching man i dig it Mario okay. Ramos, joined by uh, Joe Bernard, Houston High School Athletic Director, track and cross-country coach here on the Coach's Corner with Mario Ramos. Again, follow me on Twitter at Corner Ramos and follow Houston High School on Twitter at Houston Huskies and at Houston Sports. So, Coach, in addition to, to coaching, you also teach anatomy and physiology. How do you apply your, your scientific es- expertise into uh, your coaching regimen? Um, <laughs> I, you know... If I had to think of a specific example, uh, I would probably say uh, I know a fair amount, especially having been a cardiac rehab guy. I know mm-hmm. a lot about uh, circulatory systems adaptations to different modalities of exercise. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I think I have a pretty good grasp on uh, what a kid is going to get physiologically out of a workout. And yeah. so I, I can kind of tailor the workouts to what I try to do at least is I tailor the workouts to the physiological demands of racing a cross country race. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so I, you know, kids ask me like, coach, does your, you know, my anatomy kids ask me like, does that help you coaching? And I, and I say, yeah, it does. I mean, like all things being equal, knowing about the body is sure. a pretty big, is a pretty big help yeah. uh, for what I'm doing. And especially, especially in a sport like yeah. cross country, mm-hmm. um, you know, I mean, cause we don't we don't have to practice plays. We don't we don't do anything other than try to get in good shape. Yeah. Uh, so it's it's pretty it's pretty pure in that in that regard that whoever's going to be in the best shape is going to be the winner. Mm-hmm. You know, whereas there's a whole lot of ways you can win a football or a basketball game yeah. that don't directly require you being in great shape. Yeah. So I think the physiolog- the physiological uh, component of of my skill set probably is is outside you know coaching a sport like cross country as compared to if i was coaching you know a ball sport yeah 
I think just uh, looking at it from a parent perspective, you know, I think I'd feel a little more comfortable understanding, you know, like you mentioned, the sport. Um, it, it's designed to test your endurance in, in some cases. So, you know, having somebody who understands the body and, can, you know, injury for prevention, I think would be a, you know, a big key to, to this sport. And I think, you know, your expertise would kind of lend to that. Yeah, it's funny that you mentioned injuries. Uh, I mean, we have, cross country has one of the highest rates. Mm-hmm of injuries of, yeah. of any of the high school sports. And, and you wouldn't think that, you know, like all they were doing is running, but yeah. you know, there's so much, especially as the kid gets progressed to higher levels, there's just so mm-hmm. much time spent on their feet and so much pounding out on the roads and the canal banks. But, yeah. you know, we get a lot of little shins and arches and ankles and Achilles tendons and calves and, yeah. and stuff like that. And so managing that, um, mm-hmm. you know, you could train as hard as you want, but if, if your team's all banged up when you get yep. to the section meet, then yep. it doesn't matter. Yep. You know, it yep. doesn't matter what kind of shape you're in in October. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're hurt in November. All right, so coach, uh, again, teacher, coach, athletic director, going to go out on a limb here and say that this has had to be one of the most unique years to prepare for as far as athletics are concerned. Uh, what, it was, what has it been like for you and your coaches to prepare your athletes for this 2021 season? Um, it's really hard. Uh, uh, the ability to have in-person coaches meetings is pretty limited, although we did have one. And we had the first in-person all-staff coaches meeting um, that we've ever had since I've been here. We did that just before the the school year started. And it was funny. We sat our chairs out in the quad in a giant circle. (laughs) And um, we had all the head coaches out there. And we did have a meeting uh, just to kind of talk about um, how this year was going to be different. And, you know, how to apply the safety protocols and, and what to do uh, to get sick. And then, you know, and one thing that I'm sure you're going to have to deal with at your school is you've got seasons that are now smushed together. Your basketball yeah. players are also baseball players yeah. and they're also trap kids or yeah. they're also soccer players. And like mm-hmm. all of a sudden these, these seasons are smushed together. Yeah. Um, and so we had a, a big discussion on, you know, how do we, how do we do that? I mean, how do yeah. we share kids? Yeah. Yeah. Especially, I mean, you guys are small school, we're a small school. Like yep. You've mm-hmm. got to share kids. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, even at the big schools, they're going to have to, you know? Yeah. Um, there's just not that, you know, your pool of athletes, you're, it's Ended. just not that big. Yeah. Was that the general consensus between all your coaches? And they're, you know, willing to, to make oh, those yeah. acquiesce and kind of make those uh, uh, decisions easier for the kids? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, the, the consensus that we came to was we're not going to deny. Yeah. Um, we're not going to deny the kid the opportunity to play. You know, like let's say the kid plays a winter sport and a spring sport. Mm-hmm. So those are smushed together. We're not going to deny the kid an opportunity to play both. Yeah. And, you know, and there's no hard and fast rule, but um, I, I guess the, the consensus was, was that the sports that require flow and knowledge of where your teammates are going to be are probably going to get a little more precedent when it comes to practice time than the sports that are like, I can just show up and get on the starting line and run yeah. 100. Yeah. Okay. Uh, there's nobody has to, I don't have to know where my teammates going to be making a back cut on the basketball court. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I can just get that. I can run down the runway and I do my long jump and then I can go off and, Mm-hmm. You know, play basketball or, or, or whatever. Yeah. That's kind of the way we're approaching that okay. um, with the whole spring sport, winter sport yeah. thing being smushed together. 
I'm Mario Ramos, joined by Joel Bernard, Houston High School Athletic Director, track and cross-country coach on the Coach's Corner with Mario Ramos. Again, check out Houston High School on Twitter, at Houston Huskies, and at Houston Sports. So, Coach, we talked about uh, coaching track and cross-country, but let's focus in on the cross-country squads here since Season 1 is set to begin in a little over a month. I mentioned earlier that you guys are competing for section titles. The girls finished fourth in the section last season. Uh, the boys placed uh, third. And you guys are you, know, you guys picking up where you left off, or are the Huskies going to be rebuilding next year? Uh, you know, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I know bet. that we're doing okay right now. Uh, you know, if you would have asked me how good we were going to be uh, after the state meet last uh -huh. year, you know, our boys – our boys went down to the state meet and we ran nice. our best team time ever on oh, that, on that course. Awesome. Um, and, and we had like, um, out of our top nine boys, we only graduated three of them. Wow. So, you know, if you had asked me back then, I would have said, Oh, we're going to, you know, we're going to be competing for a top 10 spot in state. Nice. We should be very competitive to win the section title. Yeah. Um, but you know, I mean, some kids just really took, the whole being separated from their team, they just really took it hard. And, yeah, uh, they're, they're, you know, so their ability like to go out and, and continue to grind away, uh, with their training when they don't know when the next time they get to run with their friends or mm -hmm. the next time they get to compete or, or whatever. It's like some of my, some of my big dogs, uh, have really fallen off the map and they're coming back to it now. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, I don't know where other teams are. I, I, Oh. If you're going to talk to another cross country coach, talk to Peanut Holmes up at, at El Dorado High School because okay. uh, he's a great coach. He's a great guy. Um, and I was talking, I was talking to him a month, a month and a half ago, and, and he was just saying his kids are just like off the charts, good shape. So mm. it's really hard to say, you know, yeah. where teams are without having seen what yeah. they're doing. I mean, there may be some teams that just leapfrog ahead fitness wise because their kids just yeah. used the last nine months of not having to be anywhere <laughs> to train. And, and there's other teams that might be more like us. I mean, you know, that being said, if this was a normal year and we were running the speeds that we were running right now at the end of our off season, mm -hmm. uh, I'd feel fairly confident. Yeah. Some of our younger guys have stepped up really is what's happened. Nice. And you mentioned that earlier, you know, yeah. not uh, necessarily, you know, you had that early success and you weren't necessarily developing the, the program at the lower levels. Uh, you feel like you're doing a pretty good job of that now? Huh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, once again, I mean, I, I think a lot of it was kind of by accident. You know, it's funny. I, we've never been super strong on the boys and the girls' side at the same time. Like, we've never huh. taken two teams to the state meet. It's either we either had a girls' team there or a boys' team there or, yeah. like, you know, a boys' team and a girls' individual or a girls' team and a boy individual or something yeah. like that. Um, and, and and so, like, we just graduated a ton of girls. And so our girls mm -hmm. are going to be a little bit – our girls are, are rebuilding. Our, our boys are kind of in an up cycle. Um, like, last year we just had – just we had so many good kids show up. Uh, I mean, just out of nowhere, really. Huh. And uh, so the JV race at our league meet, we took – 16 out of the top 20 places at the JV race that our league meeting the boys. Yeah, I mean, it was, uh, I was like, I I just didn't even know what to think about that. I just, <laughs> I was just, I was just like amazed. And and we didn't even, you know, we moved a lot of JV boys up to varsity too because, mm. you know, in cross you can run juniors and seniors down at JV, but it was like league finals. And so I had taken a bunch of our JV boys that had been running JV and I moved them up to varsity and we, you know, and just with freshmen and sophomores, we still put, 
16 in the top 20, which like to me was just, I, I was just floored. I just went home and just like sat there and looked at the, the wall for like a half an hour <laughs> thinking like, how the heck is that? Is like, how did that just happen? You know? And I was so, you know, and that was like, that was another reason that I was so excited coming into this year because, yeah, you know, we had six sure. of our top nine varsity guys coming back and, mm-hmm. you know, we had this JV squad that was just filled with guys. Yeah. And, and most of those guys are back right now, but yeah. you know, like, like I said, a bunch of them didn't do a whole lot training wise. So, yeah. you know, we're not where we were. Well, yeah. yeah, we're not where we were in a, in a lot of respects. And hopefully we could get back to, to some of the places we were, um, you know, and hopefully we get back out to the competition that we're all accustomed to. And we all love, we'll keep an eye on you guys out there. Houston high school, athletic director, cross country and track coach, Joel Bernard here on the coach's corner. Appreciate you taking some time. All right. Hey, thanks, Mario. Uh, um, good luck in uh, getting getting Tino on the line because I'm sure he'll talk to you later on. And good luck with the rest of your podcast. So thanks for having me on, man. I appreciate it. Just want to thank you guys for listening to the Coach's Corner with Mario Ramos. You can follow me on Twitter at Corner Ramos and be sure to catch more of the Coach's Corner podcast with Mario Ramos on Anchor.fm, Spotify, Apple Podcast, or anywhere else you get your podcast. Special thanks to Joel Bernard. We'll see you guys next time. Peace. Peace.